Welcome back to Booze and Buffy, a podcast where we are watching and discussing every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer one by one. There will be spoilers for the episode we are discussing, but no spoilers for future episodes. Pretending that I lost my soul in order to expose my girlfriend's girlfriend, I'm Harrison. And I'm Jason, and just like Angel, I cannot stand that guy. (laughs) Just can't. You know which guy. The one who got very cathartic. The one who got punched right in the face. <laughs> There's like no hesitation either. It's just Right. It's like, oh hey guys, where you boom <laughs> Like, thank God. <laughs> I'm not bitter. Um Harrison, what episode are we watching this week? Uh we are watching season three, episode seventeen enemies uh this is the one where angelus returns <gasps> gasp but no, he doesn't psych <laughs> he's just <laughs> fucking with faith because <laughs> yeah that's because he's not doing like the actual fucking <laughs> no no with no one famously <laughs> enemies was written by douglas petrie and directed by david grossman and originally aired March 16th, 1999. So that'd be uh, St. Patrick's Day Eve, I believe. Oh, my. Oh, my. Uh, so, Jason, w- tell me what you're drinking. Okay, so I, I returned, it's been a while, but I returned to my uh, Drinks of the World uh, set, and mm-hmm. uh, this is a, and I'm probably butchering the pronunciation, but it is a Kypreinia, Okay. which is, I looked it up, it's actually the national, the national mixed drink of Brazil. Okay, alright. Um, what, what, what is in there? I'm guessing uh, rum. rum. Yeah. Um, and looking up, uh, according to Wikipedia, it is made with, um, kachaka, kachasia, sugar and lime. Uh, and, uh, I think, spell it for me. Um, it is, uh, and then, um, the, a C with like the accent mark underneath of it. And uh, another A. It's sugarcane uh, hard liquor. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, but this one was made with rum, so it's not a, it's not genuine in any way. <laughs> but it it's it, it it's what I got. Oh, and I was apparently supposed to use an old fashioned glass. God, I suck. <laughs> God damn it. Well, I went I went pretty simple this week, and I just uh, poured myself a glass of red wine. Uh. Nothing wrong with that. And I'm pleased with, with my choice. Oh, I started to drink it before we did our toast. Like a, <laughs> like a sinner. Um, well, this toast is all you, buddy. Yeah, so um, for our toast, and I, I do apologize, listeners, uh, we're going we're gonna to go on a bit of a downer here real quick. Um, so uh, yesterday, my, um, my grandmother passed away. She, uh, about two weeks ago had been diagnosed with uh, COVID. 
Um, she was, uh, she had health problems her whole life. Um, so we, um, we were unfortunately not surprised, um, that she went pretty, pretty quickly. Um, so I wanted to dedicate our toast this week to, to my grandmother, Diane. Um, she, she had a hard life, uh, but she was, she was a good woman. So, uh, here's, here's to her. Uh, cheers. Here's to you, Diane. So I guess we somehow have to transition from that to this softcore French porn that Buffy and Angel <laughs> went to see. So I, I'm going to go out on, I, I'm going to say that, uh, so I've really only done a watch through of the whole series once. A lot of these episodes I'm seeing for like the first time in years. I completely forgot about this episode. And this episode, I'm going to start off by saying it's kind of boss. I really like it, um, and it's I like and it's it also a lot more upon a second viewing. I think on my first viewing, I remember being like, "It is too soon to bring Angelus back." This yeah. is bad storytelling. But in and, retrospect, um, think, I'm like, "Oh yeah, this is great." And yeah, and you have to think like if they had originally gone with them, the whole angel killing off being permanent, then th- this episode wouldn't really exist in the form that we know it. So. Yeah, because like, this one hinges hard on Angel, and mm. uh, I like it. I, I like it, it was. It's kind of like one of those. Um, it does represent a lot of themes that'll show up in Angel's future show. Um, yeah, like you said, there was never a direct backdoor pilot, uh, but they did kind of like lay foundations down, which I'm I'm cool with that. Yeah, uh, but it, yeah, it they, is nice to see um, Angel's character develop. Uh, obviously this is an Angel and Buffy heavy episode, but, um, to see his, his character development develop separate from Buffy. And in this case, uh, with this, um, the similarities and connections that he has with Faith. Mm-hmm. Which become somewhat important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, Buffy and Angel are leaving the Sunnydale Theater, having just seen a movie called La Banquet d'Amelia. Uh, yeah. I love, um, I love, like, Buffy Wiggy right off the bat says, uh, uh, <laughs> Buffy and Angel leave the Sun Cinema after seeing a film called La Banquet d'Amelia, which turned out to be much steamier than they'd expected. <laughs> <laughs> um... I, it should be noted, I looked this up, uh, Le Banquet d'Emilia, I don't do French, um, is unfortunately not a real film. I also looked that up, because, <laughs> you know, sometimes daddy needs a little steam in his, in his soup. <laughs> uh, see, I was literally like, oh my god, special episode, we are going to cover <laughs> Le Banquet d'Emilia. But alas, was not to be. We could do a special episode where we just watch something that it's clearly making fun of. I mean, Lord knows there there like probably no limit to the number of softcore French pornographic films out there. I mean, I think you might be right. <laughs> <laughs> Angel's kind of like saying, "Oh, I'm 
I don't need this movie to like get hot and bothered around you. And so they have like the so they start kissing each other because yeah, that's this what is you a do when you're horny scene. That's what like, you do when you're two beautiful fucking people. <laughs> yeah, uh, two horny people. Like <laughs> I cannot emphasize enough how horny they are. And then, like, the way that Faith shows up um, is almost just like, hey, want to make this want to make this more interesting? <laughs> right? Right? I'm just... I do have to say, I'm like, just it, is it is incredibly funny that, like, despite all the stuff that happens in this episode, Faith still has time to do a couple of pretty gay things. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the way she, like, immediately just, like like puts her like wraps her arm in buffy's when it's time for them to go slay yeah um because um, you, you know be what gay. comes after go slay <laughs> <laughs> that's our thing man <laughs> that's our whole thing faith and buffy just defining go slay and be gay <laughs> but um uh, so they um while they run into so instead of like this movie starting in a cemetery it transitions to the cemetery from mm-hmm. the movie theater, and um, mixing and it they up, run into a demon whose name's Skyler, like our friend. Yes, like one of our very best friends, Skyler, who is nothing like this guy at all. <laughs> Skyler, if you're listening to this, shoot me a text to let me know. That's a trap, Jason. Now he'll. <laughs> now I'll know. <laughs> but anyway um this uh demon who's really kind of like a run-of-the-mill demon he just kind of looks like a vampire with horns he yeah. even to the point where like his like... growls sound like yeah like yeah. just horn he's a horny vampire see <laughs> we got a theme going we got a theme going he's pretty chill he's just like hey yeah i, don't... I got these books yeah i don't bear like he and um and like it it kind of uh shows later or actually just later in this scene when um like Buffy doesn't really like feel the urge to kill him and she's yeah. kind of like thinking oh you know maybe maybe not all demons are horrible yeah um yeah this guy's just kind of trying to make a buck or in this case five thousand bucks by selling the books of ascension. Ooh. <laughs> And uh, he mentions that uh, the mayor is trying to get his hands on them, which uh, obviously makes uh, Faith's eyebrows raise up a little bit. Um, Faith has so and, many uh, good reactions in this episode. Like, anytime someone oh, like, mentions well, she the mayor, has to. She's, like, she's like, Mayor, what? I'm evil, but no one knows. Poker face. <laughs> 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 which as we already know is not her strong suit yeah she's very bad at lying um the uh and it's good that the mayor is on their radar now because he's very much feeling like the threat that he's been built up to and uh and so um buffy says you know what let's just try to find out what this whole ascension thing is and uh, mm-hmm. so that leads us to the library. <laughs> Hooray! I love going to the library because there is always uncomfortable sexual tension. 
<laughs> Boy, is there. In this case, it's provided once again by everybody's favorite ew couple, Cordelia and Wesley. <laughs> oh my god. The... I, I Xander's line when he's like, and on the day that the phrase flimsy excuse was redefined, I was like, he's right. Like... He, oh he yeah, has, he has nailed it. Like in one, she she comes in and she's like, "I need help studying for English, and you speak English, and I study best at a nice restaurant with candles." So that that immediately when she said like, "I need help for English, and you your English," it made me think of that sketch from the Catherine Tate show with David Tennant and yeah. Catherine Tate, <laughs> yeah. and he's. He's like the English teacher, but he's Scottish, and she's. I'm sorry. Are we taking double English or double Scottish? Clearly, I speak English. I can't understand a word you're saying, sir. <laughs> Are you speaking English or Scottish right now? That is and then, a like, beautiful sketch. Oh yeah, and at the very end, when he just gets extremely angry and goes full Scottish accent. <laughs> Are you the doctor, sir? <laughs> doctor, doctor who? who. <laughs> <laughs> Did you oh, just boy, pitch oh, up boy. from mom? <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I've also been watching a lot of Doctor Who recently, so... <laughs> um, I just, no, uh, no guilt there. <laughs> I just got um, uh, Jodie Whittaker's second season. Uh, I just got the Blu-ray set for it, so I've been uh, re-watching, re-watching that Sweet. this week. That was a good season. It was. It was. I thought it was very strong. Um, I thought it was. But this isn't a Doctor Who podcast, though. Uh, it is not a Doctor Who season. Doctor Who pod. Fucking dick holes. <laughs> take a drink. Darkness, my old friend. Just take a drink, and uh, we're in the <laughs> library, and uh, so a little really, really nice, adorable bit from Willow. Um, how. How Giles and Wesley had no idea what the Ascension is, and and Willow's just like, oh, it's check this journal, and <laughs> and and Giles just says, how did you know where that was? Oh, well, it's like in those, it's in those books that you try to keep hidden from me. <laughs> I loved that. I love and the way she's like kind of sheep, like she starts off pretty confident. She's like, oh, it's up in your cabinet where you are hiding the books you don't want me to see. And just gets yep. like, um, but um, good. Like you know, not a lot of Willow this week, but that little moment is a really good character beat that we are still seeing that she's getting um, much more interested in the magic and um, going out of her way more to rebellious. Find yeah, find more. Um, I'm not. I don't want to say act out because the, reading a book, you you your librarian. <laughs> prefers you don't is not necessarily acting out but yeah but for willow i mean that it is, is a spell book so or remember, well this wasn't a spell book but it has it, it has it is a magical text remember like back at the beginning of the season when willow was afraid to leave campus for lunch which she was allowed to do yeah how much she's grown yeah well meeting the uh lesbian vampire alternate reality version of yourself can that can change Dude, that can make I, you change i think <laughs> that would change one's perspective a, a tad <laughs> um but yeah and then uh cordelia comes in and oh boy <laughs> ha, yeah has the whole ex- exchange that we've quoted pretty much verbatim 
Yeah. And uh, so, meanwhile, while Buffy and the Scooby Gang are discussing this, Faith decides to get proactive and finds Skylar. Poor Skylar. Um, and then kills him. Yeah. <laughs> this is, you know, I feel like this is the... Um, I feel like I've said this so many times for Faith. Like, this is the turning point. Because Faith has several turning points, I think, where she just yeah. goes deeper and deeper. You know, obviously the killing of... Oh, excuse me. Um, The killing of the deputy mayor was not great. It definitely set her on this path. But it wasn't an... Uh, it wasn't an act of evil or malice. Um, yeah. But, you know, this... You know, I think she maybe can justify it to herself because he's just a demon. But, I mean, as you mentioned earlier, the show kind of went out of its way in his first scene to introduce this shade of gray and be like, you know, yeah, is he harming anyone? Is he... like, Not that we know of. Not that Faith knows of. Um, And I think it's the first time maybe that we are seeing a, a uh the the killing of a demon on this show that i think could be construed as an act of murder um yeah and honestly it really this fight scene it's brief but the way that it's shot and the choice of music or lack thereof i honestly um feel like it was quiet or maybe just a couple of like musical beats Ooh, i don't even but, remember um but yeah it i just remember thinking this is pretty gruesome mm-hmm. and it, and i thought that for a, a character that i honestly didn't really care about i didn't know his name was skylar until after the until after i watched the episode and i'm like oh skylar r.i.p skylar <laughs> that you had a very short window to text me skylar and now you're dead <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so the mayor has base the mayor, there was the scene in the office that we kind of skipped earlier of, um, oh yes, of, uh, of Faith talking to the mayor and the mayor said, oh, well, here's what you need to do. Get the books and, uh, kill the demon also, and bring it back here. Also, maybe think about wearing your hair up. It'll, it'll look nice. Yeah, this, this episode... We've seen hints of it. This episode really drives home the the nurturing, strange father-daughter relationship mm-hmm. between the mayor and Faith. And also just the reasons why Faith is down with it. Because yeah. she's obviously come across as the loner, but shown mm-hmm. a little resentment when she's left out of things. But now she's she like flat out says... How come you get like this wonderful life and I don't? Yeah. And, and yeah, she has the, um, when she's talking to Angel um, in this next scene, she, um, you know, it is an act, but she says like, I don't want to end up like everyone thought I would end up. She, what um, I know she says uh, dead, a loser or something else, but maybe a drunk or something. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, she's putting on an act, but I mean, those, I do think those are, that is how Faith feels. That is what she thinks of herself as. I also have to say, we have two cons in this. There's the, there's the Faith act in this one, Mm -hmm. and there's the, uh, 
the angel act for the rest of the episode and i I gotta say these are some pretty good cons yeah that yeah like um if you weren't already aware of what was going to happen in the episode then i can totally get why you would think oh my god angelus really i was i was furious because i i just was like okay this is what was my thinking i was like it's been less than a full season since we last saw Angelus. That's one that's too soon. But we've also got this really interesting dynamic of Faith and the Mayor. So adding Angelus in there is either going to... We're either going to... And I apologize for this pun. Uh, we're either going to have to defang Angelus so that he's he's the lesser threat and they remain more interesting. Or he's going to take over as the main threat which is just repeating what happened last season. So, obviously, none of that is what came to pass, yeah. and I was really <laughs> grateful. But, like, the first time I watched this episode, I was furious about this development, because I was just like, I was like, this is ridiculous. And then when when Angel has his, like, second best line, I was like, no, oh, that line, shit! That line, that line <laughs> fucking rocks yeah <laughs> i love that line we'll get to that um but uh yeah in in this scene there is and you do think that there's some some substance to what faith is saying about her background but then she starts trying to make a move on angel and i gotta say very interesting ploy by the mayor to uh get angelus on his side yeah um that that was a that was risky because i mean i feel like you have to know angelus's history mm-hmm. um especially if you're the mayor who is yeah. to be very old man yeah uh, and very like i mean we already knew that the mayor was keeping tabs on spike throughout the last season so he definitely yeah. was aware of what angelus was doing the mayor is not yeah. the type to um to to not be keeping track of potential enemies or allies in his own backyard it's a very interesting gamble which doesn't seem to work out but then again he also is very cocky at the end of the episode saying like ah no big deal yeah so you're like good god what is he planning i think (laughs) i i do think he i think there was a bit of a um if i can get angelus i can get angelus cool that's great um if I can't, this whole situation is clearly going to and does um, tr- create some tension between Buffy and Angel, um, but also helps solidify his relationship with Faith. Because even if it fails, he can say, but look what I did for you or what I tried to do for you. Um, and in the, I think in those respects... He, like this maybe not as much of a gamble as i yeah, originally thought I, I think yeah he doesn't get angelus but i think all these other things work out in the mayor's favor at the end of all this um and you know maybe that wasn't like maybe that wasn't like his conscious reasoning but the mayor seems like the guy who can the type of guy who roll with the punches see like you know see how to work everything in his favor yeah i love the mayor you know, just like a regular politician who's not a demon. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> um, Buffy tells, uh, but 
Um, Faith does try to give, uh, Faith does give, like, Angel a, a friendly kiss, and, uh, of course Buffy sees this. Of course. <laughs> because this is a teen fucking drama. <laughs> <laughs> this is the part that is this a little bit contrived, but at the same time, it's, I'm like, okay, we've got 40 minutes to tell this story, so, fine, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I prefer and, uh, my contrivances like near the beginning of a story just to set it up as opposed to near the end to wrap it up. So I can accept this contrivance. This makes uh, this makes Buffy a little frosty towards both Angel and Faith. Would you so, say frosty or would you say like ice goddamn cold bordering on Sub-Zero? I mean... Frosty was just quicker to say, but thanks for taking up our time. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, and then I gotta say, this scene is really funny because um, Wesley is trying to go through all sorts of ways to figure out where this demon is that has the books of Ascension. And Xander's like, oh, hey, got the address. And then just goes. <laughs> He just goes on this long sequence of, oh, you know, I I beat it out of Willie the Snitch. Actually, you know, I just intimidated him. Actually, I just asked him. All right, I bribed him. <laughs> 20 bucks. Does the Watcher's Council reimburse for that? Did and you get a receipt? Giles, Giles immediately with the, did you get a receipt? <laughs> Damn it! Love it. Giles is so funny in this episode, especially when... Especially when he talks about the uh, this demon Skylar not having any class. It's like, why does he want money? What happened to wanting a virgin's heart? <laughs> what is he, does he say, like, throwing a virgin's heart into a volcano or something like Maybe. that? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I, in general, I think this stretch of episodes, which I'm going to label the Wesley arc, um, yeah. is some of my favorite Giles, like... Um, and oh, I, he is sassy. I generally love Giles always, but yeah, yeah, the this this arc where we have Wesley in the mix just brings out so much sass in him that I love. I'm <laughs> I like relish it. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, While well, this is uh, so, Buffy and Faith end up going to. Uh, going to the demon's apartment and surprise he's dead <laughs> oops and buffy does notice that this was whoever did this this was their idea of a party or something mm-hmm. and that initially makes faith a little like what are you trying to say <laughs> i mean i think she's saying exactly what she said faith yeah um uh, uh, yeah i also feel like um that the, that was the very beginning of that might have been like the only the only slight tell that Buffy might have had for her plan that she has with Angel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, while this is happening, the mayor is talking to a shrouded man Ooh. who is credited as Shrouded Man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for a show that frequently goes out of its way to name a random, like, one-off characters, even if their name doesn't, is never spoken in the show. Periodically, you yeah, you get a shrouded man. Or a cheese man. Oh, cheese man. <laughs> I can't wait. Stay tuned. <laughs> but uh, 
the um I feel like that people are just like, what the fuck are they talking about? That's gonna take us through so many episodes. And <laughs> people are like, I gotta keep listening, just find out what the hell's a cheese man. What is a cheese man? <laughs> the world may never know, but we will. <laughs> we do. <laughs> um or do we? <laughs> um the uh so the mayor basically summoned this what we assume is a demon, offered him some mints, and <laughs> and then uh and then says uh Oh, I need you to take Angelus' soul away from him. So there's a way to do it besides uh Angel doing the no pants dance. Yeah. Um Which that makes sense. Like, um, I mean, I do think that is that misconception that a lot of people have is that, one, it's sex that removes Angel's soul. And it's not. It is a moment of perfect happiness. Which Will you just achieved. let me say no pants dance? No, I'm no, I'm on your side about the no <laughs> pants dance. Um, but I do think it makes sense that magic restored his soul. So, like, sure, why, why not have magic be able to take it away? Magic must defeat magic. Uh, or Jackie Chan you know, <laughs> maybe it can maybe because uh, we never really know when um the episode is a little ambiguous about when uh when buffy and angel and giles become aware of this plan um when if th- if they were already suspicious of faith and Giles knew this guy and, like, orchestrated this thing. Or if yeah. it just so happens that this guy knew Giles and was like, he's my bro. I can't do this to him. <laughs> um, it is a little ambiguous. So this guy may have been just bullshitting the entire time. And been like... Um, Could be. Um, I so, mean, yeah. he does have the power to disappear and reappear, so... Just a little smoke powder and... <laughs> Pocket sand! <laughs> Um, and, uh, so this is when Buffy has, uh, her scene with Willow. Oh, I love it. And, uh, yeah, and she's very, um, distraught about this. And I like that Willow, Willow very much says exactly what needs to be said. Uh, first, before giving Buffy some really lovely advice about, having an open and honest conversation with Angel about her feelings. First, she's like, uh, Buffy's like, I know, I know, Faith would never do that. And Willow goes, of course Faith would do that. Yeah. <laughs> she, yeah. <laughs> I love I love how, I love how Willow's hate for Faith is akin to Xander's hate for Angel. Kind of, actually, <laughs> no, you're not wrong. I think, um... I would argue that Willow's uh, is a little more justified, um, maybe a lot more justified. But oh yeah, Xander's just being um, a little turd. It's yeah, it is so funny how how little like space Willow is willing to give Faith. Like I, you know, it just keeps <laughs> continuing. Like we can't let Faith go to jail. Why not? Like fuck it. <sighs> but then uh. But yeah, and she says, yeah, have an open and honest conversation, which, can you imagine just how many episodes we would have lost of this show <laughs> if there had been open and honest conversations all the time? 
Um, like just between Buffy and Angel or just between any combination of characters on the show? I mean, either way, the number's staggering. (laughs) (laughs) You basically don't have a sixth season. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) Season six. Um, Faith, uh, goes to the mansion and she's like, oh, hey, I'm sorry about that. Uh. And then, uh, and just like throws blood on his shirt. Oops, what's that on your shirt? Oh no. <laughs> oh, it's blood. <laughs> and then the shrouded man does his, uh, spell and, and Angel turns into Angelus. Dun, dun, dun. And, uh, he does exactly what you would think he would do with a slayer kiss her, then beat her up. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> oh, this is great. Uh, the two fight, and Faith ends up on top. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, honestly, I think that's Faith's normal position. I mean, think about when she was with Xander. Oh, yeah, no. Faith would... I mean, Faith would, one, want to take the more dominant position... But oh yeah, Faith would, is a total dom. Yeah, but she would also, even further than that, I don't think ever put herself in a potentially more vulnerable position. Oh. Um, I think it's twofold. I think it is literally, it, there is both her, her ego and her, uh, her um, insecurities at play in both of in in that situation i don't know why i've chosen to psychoanalyze faith's preferred sexual position but i have and hey and it's where we are we're not we're not we're not ragging on any of you doms and subs out there it's just you you do you just make sure you have a safe word yeah as as we discussed uh two weeks ago i think was yeah i mean that's that's honestly some of the best advice that we can give on this podcast. <laughs> I would really love uh, if someone would like compile a list of like advice that we've we've given and it's like it's like you know, be true to yourself. Have a safe word, you know, talk to your friends about <laughs> your feelings. If you want to be a top, be a top. Just kick it. It's like <laughs> And then you can add to that list, like, oh, yeah, if you feel threatened by somebody, obviously tell the people who are important to you and don't and don't let that get to you. Also, foreplay is important. Foreplay is important. <laughs> yes, it is. You no, gotta like, get it wet. Yeah, guys. I assume. I, I can't third. I can't be I can't be more serious when I say this. Foreplay is important. Mm-hmm. I mean, and yeah, I guess foreplay also to the women out there and to all, uh, all genders. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what your, uh, it doesn't matter what your orientation is. Foreplay is always important. This has gotten very out of hand. Well, I was about to like ask you a hypothetical, like, would you ever oh, consider you? like what? I, no, I was like, yeah, to ask me a hypothetical. I love this. Okay. Would would you ever consider being in a dom sub relationship, even if it's and it doesn't have to be a full on relationship. It could just be like a strictly sexual thing. But uh, um, and if so, which role would you want to take? I would say 
Yes, I would. Um, okay. And I, I, you know, I think I, um, I think I could play both rows fairly well. Uh, is that a switch? I believe. <laughs> I love this. This is this is the dynamic that uh, that Tyler and I used to do, except it was reversed, where I was like, okay. "Now explain to me what gay is." <laughs> um, so, is, is switch switch is something else then. so i think you're thinking of uh when we discussed a couple weeks ago switch hitter which is um someone who's bisexual who goes both ways i thought like okay but i thought that switch was like switching between i th- maybe not specifically between dom and sub i think but, you're thinking uh, of and you know this might be a term that people use, and maybe I'm just not familiar with it. Hang on, I'm gonna think, I'm gonna do a Google search. I think what you might be thinking of is verse, which is short for versatile, which um, typically is someone who is. Um, Here you go. A switch is someone who likes to be dominant and submissive oh. in bed, depending on how they feel at the moment. Ha! Well, there I we was go. right. There we go. I typed in on Google, I typed in Dom Sub, and the first suggestion was Switch. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I apologize, Jason. Uh, it is, yeah, that is a term I was not I have with. a group of friends that discuss this frequently, <laughs> so that's kind of why I know a little bit about the Dom Sub world. I love that about you. Love that journey well, for you. The, the, the thing is that I, I myself have never been in a Dom Sub relationship, um, and, uh, I honestly don't know if I would... Here I am. I, I was assuming that you were going to ask me. I mean, uh, I actually was. You just, okay. you just got there before I could. Yeah. It, and I, I don't know. I I guess I'm more of a fairly traditional person when it comes to relationships, both in general and sexual. Mm-hmm. So I think that having something that would be strictly defined by that um, would be would be uh, maybe a little uncomfortable for me. That's fair. But, however, depending on who it was with, if they wanted to try something and it didn't seem horribly, horribly scary, then I would I would, I would, would do that. I would yeah. try to be open. I think that's the best way you can live your life. Be open-minded. Of course, of course, that clearly makes me the sub. <laughs> it does. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. There is power in being submissive. Um, which I think to maybe wrap us back around, I think Faith yeah. would disagree with the idea that there's power in, in being submissive. Um, but I think there is, I think, um, in, at least in this sexual discussion we're having, um, you know, in a truly, by the way, we symbiotic... normally say this, okay. by the way, we normally say that this isn't a such and such podcast when we get off of, when we get off track. But this is important. This is like goddamn what Booze and Buffy is about. Like, or at least maybe like 30, 40% of what it's about. Yeah. Um, I do think in a healthy subdom relationship, um, the the sub has as much power um, as the dom in in decision making in all of that. Um, it's a it's an equal partnership. Um, so um, but and hey, listeners, if you that's not how faith, I think, views things. Yeah. And listeners, if you have insights into Dom sub relationships, because we're clearly probably just talking out of our asses at this point. We are. Um, but uh, if you want to share some of that, like, feel free to send us some messages. <laughs> I'd love it. Um, yeah. Like, 
let's learn more about the world of that's out there yeah. um so what's happening in the episode uh this is when um this is when uh 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 wow faith ends up on top of angel nice. after he's turned and uh yeah she's got a stake but then she's like hey i can make this more interesting and, and like, oh. takes him to the mayor and they make out first well yeah again i, I mean, think actually yeah like it's it's they're two beautiful people so dude <laughs> you have to make out eliza dushku is so beautiful and so like like she's she's very talented and she seems like she's just like a really kind person and it makes me furious because I'm like, what's wrong with you? Where's the flaw? And I don't know. I don't, like, I don't know that there is one. Gosh, Harrison, maybe not look for flaws. Maybe just say, That's true. Hey, that is wonderful. True. I, you're right. You are right. I should, mm-hmm. I should stop looking for why, I should stop looking for reasons to dislike people. <laughs> Well, I mean, don't go that far. I mean, that's kind of your raison d'etre. Yeah. <laughs> Some people just make it so easy. All right. <laughs> um, so the gang meets at the uh, at the library again, and Oz has blonde hair now. Because yes. the last time we saw him, he had the dark black hair or very very dark blue hair. Um, yeah, I so, think it, yeah. I think it was black. I, I mean, probably. It, uh, but yeah, the, and you know what? He looks good in that too. Yeah. Oz I think, is able to pull off practically any hair color. I, th- yes, he is. I think red is his best color. Um, but that and it's might, also probably like what you associate with, uh, Seth Green. That's what I was about to say. It's like, it's probably because I just, when I think of Seth Green, I think of him having red hair. But yeah, he, he, uh, he looks good in, in every color. Uh, hair um yeah good for you oz um cordelia but is oz just like decided... so obsessed with like listening to wesley talk she's like she's literally laying on the table just like staring at him i mean i can't give her crap for falling in love with a british accent because i've done that several times in my life <laughs> <laughs> several it's fair <laughs> but the uh but they're trying to figure out what exactly they can do about about the mayor because Willow isn't able to find the uh, find anything in the files that she's able to get to. Mm-hmm. Then Oz says, "Wait a minute, there should be hard copies at City Hall," and uh, and as Willow states, they liked your plan, <laughs> which is adorable. <laughs> it's very cute. It's very cute, um, and. Cordelia is very eager to volunteer to go on this mission with Wesley. Oh yeah. She says, I'm on Wesley's team and 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 Giles says, There's only one team. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, he's um, just had enough of this. Pretty much. Um and um Buffy's pretty upset because um no one is no one knows where Faith or Angel are. Um, yeah. And so, uh, the, so Wesley, Oz, Willow, and Cordelia go to City Hall. 
Um, Buffy goes home. Xander does not want to go because I think he's just like, he uh, yeah, he's mad. He, he doesn't want to see, he doesn't want to see Cordelia come mm-hmm. close to literally just slobbering all over Wesley. It is, he is jealous. Um, he's totally fair. Jelly Clarkson right now. It's, he, uh, but he deserves it. So... <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah if you feel bad xander it's probably your fault <laughs> um there's a really sweet moment before um as everyone's leaving it's very quick but giles just looks to buffy and just says be careful and uh it's so yeah i, so I love the I, I love the really brief interactions with that um I can't tell if it's already been in an episode that we've discussed or if it's in a later episode, but there is a time when uh, she says to Giles before she's about to go out, she's like, what am I, what am I supposed to do? And Giles just says like in the, in the softest tone ever, your best. That's all we ever ask of you. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Good dad energy versus the bad dad energy. (laughs) It's so great, yeah. and I love... It's one of my favorite aspects of this show, is that they make sure, typically, to find the time, even if it's like this, even if it's one, you know, one two-word sentence between these two characters that's not plot important, but it's still, you know, it just deepens those connections. And I, I think they it. have these things so frequently because of what happened earlier in the season what happened a few weeks Mm -hmm. ago the fact that um they finally did outright say out loud both of them how they viewed each other and it wasn't just watcher and slayer it was father and daughter yeah you hear that hank yeah you You suck um And uh, while the uh, while the group is at the lo- the Hall of Records, um, Willow sees a photograph of what she thinks is originally the the mayor's grandfather, mm-hmm. but turns out it's just the mayor. Yep. So and I don't so know if he's... we've ever mentioned this on here, but he is, according to him, Richard Wilkins the third, um, presumably. And from what we got, what kind of we get from this is that he is the or he presents First, himself. second, and third. Yeah, he, he presents himself as the son of the second, of the previous mayor and the grandson of the original mayor. Um, but yeah, it is just the same man. Uh, but then, uh, so Buffy has gone home because she her plan is to break into the mayor's office and she needs break-in clothes. Yeah. Uh, and... And then, while she's at home, Faith and Angel show up, and, yeah, it's very discomforting knowing that they both can get into her house. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we're operating on the assumption that, oh, Angelus is back. Yeah. And, yeah, and, uh, oh, I almost forgot. We almost skipped over one of my favorite parts of the episode. When they're, when Faith and Angel are going to... Buffy's house. Xander sees them and he's like, "Hey guys, where have you been?" And Angel just Clocked punches him. him right in the face. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful thing, and he just says, 
can't stand that guy. <laughs> same girl, same. Um, he also, when they go inside, there's this, uh, things are going to get weird horny for a second. When he's talking to <laughs> Joyce, he's like, did you do something with your hair? And she's like, oh, just just highlights. And he's like, looks nice. And as they walk up the stairs, Joyce just like kind of stares after him with like this look of like, oh, like. <laughs> like <laughs> oh, my. It, um, <laughs> it definitely is showing off just how devious and jealous yeah. can be. Although I, I am curious if Joyce is in on this. If Joyce knows, if Buffy told Joyce, like, Faith and Angel are going to show up. Here's what's going on. Um, I honestly I don't, don't... Because the rest of the like gang that... really wasn't on the, in on the in on it, so... Yeah. I, I don't know. It could go either way, because um, it does seem strange to let Joyce in on this plan that she really isn't present for a lot of. But also, at this point, Buffy's trying to be more open with Joyce mm-hmm. and also worried for her safety. Yeah. And yeah, Faith coming into that house is a dangerous thing now. Yeah, that was my thought, was Buffy is actively leading Faith, who at this point she knows is dangerous, into the house. Um, so that's why I think maybe she would have said something to Joyce. Um, but, but also... Maybe not. Maybe she doesn't say anything to Joyce because she doesn't want Joyce to accidentally, like, tip her hand that they're they're onto Faith. So just let Joyce act as naturally as possible. Um, I don't know. Either yeah. way, oh. th- this uh, looks nice line works on Joyce. Yeah. So before we go, um, I want to go back to one thing. Uh, when... Faith's original idea of seducing Angel doesn't work. Um, and she's talking to the mayor about it. The mayor is... The mayor has just a delightful reaction. Just, I don't know what that boy is thinking. And and uh, it's the very nice twisted father-daughter thing. But then he also like has... ended on her behalf. Yeah, but then he also says... It's okay. There's more than one way to skin a cat. And I know that's factually <laughs> true. <laughs> I love that line. Oh, yes. I cannot believe we yeah, said that. That is, that is one of the best things about Mayor Wilkins. He's, he's a different kind of evil than what we've mm-hmm. seen before. We have the drama queen of the master. We have the... Uh, bad boy of spike we have the batter boy of angelus um and he's a and the mayor is just a really he's able to have this cheery sunny disposition while still being uh while still Mm -hmm. being just flat out evil and uh oh we also skipped over when um angel angel wow Angelus. I tried saying Angel and Angelus at the same time. Like Angel, um, they actually uh, they actually do go me- go meet the mayor, and that's where the mayor reveals that oh, you can't really do anything to me. Uh, yeah, I'm immortal. Um, so yeah, really quick thing. Um, and so Angel and Faith tell Buffy that oh, we need to go to the mansion. And uh, when they're there, 
Uh, that's when Angel reveals to Buffy that he is Angelus, and uh, Faith reveals that like, hey, I'm not worried about it, and and uh, yeah, Angel punches Buffy out cold. Oh. Um, and then and then he has the really more creepy line with these fucking chains. Oh, what what does he say? I forget. Oh, he says. You know, one thing I learned about Buffy, she looks so cute when she's sleeping. Oh, yeah. Ew. Yep. Uh, I understand that it's an act, Angel, but yuck. Yeah, um, way, to, way to really oversell it. <laughs> um, he, yeah, he chains her up. The, uh, the, the chains in Angel's mansion are getting a lot of play this season, like... Hell yeah. <laughs> he really got their their money's worth. Um, Can I say, chains and whips excite me. <laughs> I'm um, only making the uh, argument for me being a sub even more. <laughs> even more apparent. Little bit, little bit, little bit. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is when... Um, this is when Faith goes all out on just, oh, well, you know, my mom drank a lot, and I'm really good at slaying, but everybody's just like, oh, I like Buffy, oh, I love Buffy. <laughs> like, okay, you've got a lot of stuff to work through, clearly. <laughs> You're right. Um, and then that's when she says, like, none of it, none of it really matters because uh, on when the Ascension happens on graduation day, like, you'll all be sorry. And I'll be at the mayor's right hand, if he even has hands. <laughs> I'm really unclear about that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I do love how the Ascension, we really don't know the details of it. It just, we just find just out. sounds little, ominous. Yeah, and we find these little steps that they take. The And there's a really, really weird one coming up in a fairly soon episode i believe um if it's what i'm thinking and, of yeah it's the episode after next okay yeah but uh let's just say whatever you think the ascension might be might be a little wrong but maybe <laughs> hey you know what we'll save that for uh <laughs> save that for later keep that in my pocket um this is when this is when we get this line where She's bragging about how she's she's tricked all of them. And she says, what can I say? I'm the world's best actor. Um, and Angel says, second best? Or he, I don't know why I said that like a question. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a question. Did somebody put a question mark at the end of your prompter or something? <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, 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 I was trying to do a weird inflection and it just came out as a question. Maybe I'm Welsh. It was more um, like second best. Second. yeah that was very good um do what and, i do yeah and this is buffy buffy lets herself out of the chains um and they uh and faith is so pissed oh yeah like, you played me you played me um I, yeah then we get this uh we get this fight um that ends uh um, oh, real quick. At some point, Xander went to the rest of the Scoobies and is like, Angel's evil now! And then they show up uh, and uh, don't no. do anything. 
Yeah, I, I know people's. I know there are some people who don't like saying "I told you so," but Ooh. I told you so. What? Except an he didn't. At no point. At no point. Yeah, has he, he has been, not like... said like. Yeah, <laughs> the last thing that he. Now he might be referring to the whole when they found out that Buffy and Angel were That's together true. again. That's true. But at the same time, shut the fuck up, Xander. God, I uh, I really can't stand you. <laughs> um, we get this uh moment where Fuffy Fuffy. Well, there it is. There's that's the couple name, uh, Fuffy. Um, Fuffy, I'm I'm rolling with it. Fuffy has they each have a knife at each other's throats. Um, see, that's the kind of stuff I wouldn't be into. <laughs> <laughs> Not for you, and that's that okay. shit is uh, scary. <laughs> um, Faith kisses Buffy on the forehead, and then runs off. Um, yeah, she knows that Buffy isn't gonna kill her. Yeah. Cause she, yeah, she says like, if you kill me, you're just like me, and you're not ready for that, um, which is true. I, I think Faith, yeah. I think, uh, you know, for everything Faith is, I do think she's pretty perceptive about about people, um, except when it comes to their intentions. I think that's where she misreads people. Uh, how she views everyone through this lens of how will this person hurt me? Um, and that skews her perceptions of people, which I think otherwise tend to be pretty accurate. You know what I mean? Yeah, and Faith has been a victim, um, for a lot of her life, as she has yelled about a couple of times, and it's understandable that she would think first, how's this person gonna hurt me? I mean... Mm -hmm. I know I would if if I've been through the shit that she's been through. Yeah, absolutely. It it makes perfect sense, which is why Faith is such a great character. Like none of this yes. hap is happening like in a vacuum. It doesn't seem arbitrary. It seems like a person, what a person who has suffered and uh, suffered the abuses and the the mistreatment that that she has had would do. You know, it's not make it okay, but. I get it. I I, I I get it. I get it, Faith. Faith, someone needs to hug you. <laughs> well, it's not going to be any of the Scoobies for a while, at least. No. Um, they're at the library, and it's revealed that Giles does know the Shrouded Man. And he says, oh, shrouded my payment man. to you is... Yeah, my payment to you is... is I've, I've paid off my debt in full. And so you think, oh, God, what did... What did Giles ask? That what did Giles? Um, why did he initially summon him in the first place and stuff? And and Willow asks, and he says, "Oh, I introduced him to his wife." <laughs> love it. I love that because it would be so. It could be so easy to be like, "No, this is something from his Ripper days." Like this could be something that maybe he's gonna come back. No, it's just you know he introduced him to his wife. Like he owed him a favor. Yeah. Buffy, uh, pretty yeah, pretty I gotta big say, favor, um, like a lot of these Buffy script writers, a, a lot of these Buffy script writers are masters of good throwaway jokes and lines, yeah. stuff that in the end doesn't matter too much, but at the same time, when you think about it, it's hilarious, or it can it's also fun. be heartfelt. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, but now um. And Wesley's like, oh, you didn't include me in this. I'm telling the Watcher's Council. 
and Giles is basically like, yeah, no, yeah. I think you should. Like, I there's think a rogue the slayer on the loose. <laughs> yeah, this is the sort of situation that we should keep them abreast of. Um, yeah, and uh, and now everybody just now they know they know that graduation day mm-hmm. is when the ascension's going to happen. So, and Faith is mad, but the mayor tells her like, oh. It's okay. The only person that really cares about you is me. And all those other people, well, come come Ascension Day, there probably won't be enough left of them to fill a pothole. Yep. But, like, I got two words that'll make you feel better, though. Miniature golf. (laughs) (laughs) And it did. Uh, I want to go play mini golf now. Dude, I I miss doing that. I don't think there are any places that are still doing it. And I don't think so. Even if there were, even if there were, it's not something that I'd want to do. Yeah, it seems time. like the type of thing that would just be really difficult to keep safe. Um, yeah, that'll be like that'll be something I'll put on my list of things to do when uh when coronavirus hopefully comes to an end. I was about to say like, do you have a list? Because I have a list. And the first, I think the first thing on my list is go see a movie in the movie theater because, oh my God, do I fucking miss going to a movie at like a Monday matinee? Oh. Yeah, they, you know they're like doing those classic movies at Baxter. Yeah, um, but I just. But, no, I get it. And it, no, get it, it makes me mad because they, they, they're playing some movies that I'm like, fuck, I want to see that on a big screen. But like, I just. Yeah, that'd be, it would be pretty cool. I just don't feel comfortable but, with it. Yeah. Yeah. But we do have one last scene, mm-hmm. and um, you think that oh everything went went according to plan, so everything's gonna be great. But Buffy reveals that hey, if Buffy and Angel both don't feel great about what they did, mm-hmm. and Buffy's like, hey, I need to go. And I I actually really enjoyed this exchange. Just Angel asking, oh, are you still my girl? And she says, always. always. And yeah, and it's it's. It's a strange, it's strange because it doesn't seem like we've heard them use that kind of terminology before. Mm -hmm. Um, But this, it's just, it's so basic um, that it, it, it gets you on the heartstrings. It's, it very much kind of reminds me of um, the end of Notting Hill when Julia Roberts uh, says to Hugh Grant, I'm just a girl standing here asking a boy to love her. Um, I think this is probably one of the most mature moments between the two of them and the, in their relationship. It's so frequently defined by the passion and this overwhelming, world-shattering love, you know? Whereas this moment is quieter. It is... Um, there obviously is drama here, Um but it's not world-ending drama. They both are, you know, they're both feeling bad, but they both express how they feel. They agree that maybe they need to take some time, but they're gonna be okay. And I love that. Yeah. I think it's it's just such a, um, it's such a different way for these two to handle what's going on in their lives for the better. And I also like how over the course of the season, We've seen a couple of these moments where their relationship is evolving. They they tried calling it quits, um, but it didn't work. And now they're like we 
kind of reached an understanding. Mm -hmm. And bringing up like things like that may seem repetitive if it's not done right. How I Met Your Mother, Mm -hmm. but um, but yeah, it's it's done right here, and yeah, it's we've got we've got a lot of stuff coming up. Yeah, so. Yeah, uh, this is um. This was a really good episode. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's it's very much in that stretch of episodes that you we talked about at the beginning of the season. How um, this last final stretch of episodes is really good because it is. It, we basically get to see resolution of things that have been building up throughout the season, and it's a really good payoff. And the series um, really. You know, yeah. I would say this is we are coming to the end of what I would consider like the first act of Buffy, which is high yeah, school. Yeah, the high school years. Um yeah. and um it is I I think it is so I don't even know what I what I how how to say what I'm feeling because it's I just yeah, I think everything is coming together so well. I think Yeah. Buffy does take on a bit of a different identity after this season, the show does. And this is kind of the end of, like you said, it's the end of the first part. And this is kind of like the end of the storytelling style Mm -hmm. that um, we have had since Welcome to Hellmouth. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I love it. And it's, I also, you know, we haven't said this, but, you know, we learn in this episode, I mean, we've said it, but like we learn in this episode that yes, it's all going down at graduation. And even though we're learning in it in this episode, it feels to me, it feels like, Oh, well, obviously like, <laughs> of yeah, course. that's the season finale. <laughs> um, like it's inevitable that this was all com- going to culminate at the graduation. Um, so I love that this episode just kind of slides that in there. Um, which is fine. Sorry, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm just thinking about the, the season finale of this season. How good it is. And guys, guys, you, you aren't going to be ready for it. Um, I, I, I'm pretty sure I said that about Becoming, <laughs> but, um, it, it's a whole different type of you're not going to be ready for yeah, it. Yeah, it's so uh, good. And, but yeah, I, it's I can't so wait different to... from Becoming. Yeah. I can't wait to get into that. But as for this week's episode... I'm going to give it four out of five rounds of mini golf with Mayor Richard Wilkins. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, I just think this is such a strong episode. Everything we said, I my only like kind of quibble is that ambiguity with the shrouded man and like when Buffy and Faith or when Buffy and Angel and Giles like figured things out. I would have liked a little bit more. Um, just concrete that ambiguity though does um blit does lend well to a uh to a first viewing and somebody absolutely yeah like if they if they gave away like they had that one tell of buffy kind of knowing that faith was uh was responsible for skylar's death but um if they had had just a little bit more of a give then it kind of like would have made it a little less satisfying of an episode oh i'm just saying that moment where i would just like like one line like in that final scene of of buffy being like i realized something i mean and this is such 
this is so much this would just be exposition but like Buffy being like yeah I figured something was up when Faith did this or or even Giles just being like we had no fucking clue until like the mayor hired this guy and he came to me because we're old friends um Mm -hmm. but um and then also I I mentioned this this whole thing about um it is kind of weird to me that Giles Buffy and Angel keep the rest of the gang out of the loop and then and then at the end they all like rush in like that's gonna matter and that really comes to nothing i think that whole bit could have i mean yes i love that he punched yeah Zander, you're right that does come it, to nothing it's it's it really awkward. yeah it's just there um and it, it feels like there was something that got like there was another scene maybe um or, or, or lines that that got cut at some point but but otherwise this is such a strong episode um it's also um for, it's a it's a four out of five uh blood-stained white tees oh also he looked good this could be expensive he looked good <laughs> and i love when angels in his white tanks oh mm. 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 <laughs> all right yeah we, we actually didn't get a shirtless angel this episode um i don't think we did we didn't but that's not but that's okay that's okay yeah you know yeah, you gotta it keep it gotta keep a little bit of mystery there yeah <laughs> You know, I don't want to blow my load too soon, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, well, on that note, any more comments, um, Mr. Harrison? I, I don't think so. I think uh, I think I'm good with enemies. All right. Well, thank you for joining us on Booze and Buffy. We'll be back next week with Earshot. Yes. Um, so real quick, I do want to give a shout out to a listener um, who uh, messaged us on Instagram. Her name is Mary Beth. And um, because I'm bad at responding... Hi, Mary Beth. Hi. Um, because I'm resp- bad at responding, I forgot to respond. So, Mary Beth, consider this your response. Um, she sent us a very kind uh, message just telling us how she enjoyed the show. She likes to listen to us while she gardens. Um, Aww. And um, she mentioned that Earshot was her favorite episode, and she was really looking Ooh. forward to our episode on it. So, oh man, I, pressure's on. <laughs> yeah, I, I I hope we do uh, earshot justice, uh, Mary Beth. I I think earshot's really really fun. So, um, I am I'm excited to to vi- revisit that one. Any hoozle, uh, <laughs> I am Harrison. You can find me on Instagram at Harrison Alexander Kaufman. That's C O F F M A N. And on Twitter at Harrison Kaufman. And I also have my own blog where I uh, write about horror films called Horror by Harrison at blogspot.com or dot blogspot.com. When this episode drops, I will have just released my uh, review of the original Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Oh my God, I love that movie. I had never seen it and I really liked it. It was really fun. I yeah no that and uh, and uh, the day the earth stood still, two of my favorite old black and white sci-fi mm. movies. I've still not like, seen the day the earth stood still, so that's another one I need to. Oh visit. man, I, I wish there wasn't a pandemic going on because I'd say you totally should come over and watch it. I love that movie. I'm excited. And then for um, I actually decided because I liked the I liked the original so much. I I added the '70s version, uh, which I know it's, is also very well good. regarded. Yes, and also it's um it's one of those few movies that's not Star Trek that has Leonard Nimoy in it. Oh, cool! Um, so that'll be one of my uh that'll be one of my monthathon movies this year. Um, all right, which cool. I've, 
I've started my schedule. Anyway. I know. I know you have. <laughs> uh, I'm Jason. You can find me on Instagram at yamij357. That's Y-A-M-I-J-A-Y. And then the numbers 3, 5, and 7. And on Twitter at just plain old yamij. Yeah. And Jason, you just released a blog post yourself that was really awesome. Yeah. It, oh, well, thank you. Um, it's uh, it, it's not like I, I don't release things with uh, regularity. This was something that I was working on for a while, and Listen, I finally Jason had Jason has time. a job, and I don't, so... <laughs> hey, you've got a job making this podcast sound absolutely wonderful. Uh, <laughs> but the... Uh, yeah, it's a... Um, it's a it's a piece on some of my favorite TV episodes and I basically just go through uh, different TV shows and pick my favorite episode out of them. There's almost certainly going to be a part two to it because there are a lot of shows oh, cool. that I've seen that I didn't uh, list a favorite episode for, but Buffy and Angel are included in there. So yeah. listeners, um, I do believe Harrison shared it on the official booze and Buffy Twitter, um, which did. thank you for that. Um, but listeners, just a heads up: if you uh, if you do read it and you're tr- and you're watching Buffy and Angel for the first time, um, skip the Angel, uh, skip the Angel uh, episode because it is actually the Angel series finale. So um, there there aren't too many spoilers, but there's enough to make you think like, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but there are lots of other great TV shows on there and. Yeah. I do, of course, have my favorites becoming part one and part two on there for Buffy. I thought your list was really excellent. Um, Thank you. And it made me think of my, like, I was going through and I was, like, um, reading it and I was like, oh, like, like, oh, I would have picked this episode for myself for this. So that was kind of a fun thought experiment I was doing um, on my own as I was reading it that um, I really, I really enjoyed yeah, I was inspired to do it after I finished um, after I finished the wire, and uh, that's mm. why the wire episode is on there. Um, and that kind of I just thought like, wow, that was such a really good episode of TV. And then it just made me think like, you know, I haven't like written up anything about my favorite episodes in a really long time, so I'm gonna do that now. Well, you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Booze and Buffy, or you can email us at boozeandbuffy at gmail the and is spelled out, A-N-D. Oh, yes, the and is spelled out. Um, Thank you, Jason. <laughs> you're welcome. You can also find us on YouTube, where we will release a short video with each episode, where we will discuss spoilers that you can't, that we can't talk about on the podcast. Also, don't forget to subscribe and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Please, please, we appreciate please. It. Yes. Um, each week, we like to give a shout-out to a worthy charity or nonprofit. Um, This week, we are highlighting Global Giving's Beirut Port Explosion Relief Fund. Um, So I'm sure, as everyone knows, um, there was a a massive explosion in Beirut last week um, that has caused huge amounts of devastation. Um, So this is a fund that is um, going to support uh, relief efforts. Um, This is very near and dear to my heart. Um, because I, 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 I'm sure I've mentioned on here, my family is from Lebanon. Um, my Lebanese heritage is, um, is very important to me. So this has been, um, 
you know, this, this tragedy has been um, on my mind a lot. So um, uh, please visit uh, www.globalgiving.org forward slash projects forward slash Beirut uh, dash port dash explosion dash relief dash fund to donate. Um, and don't worry, that link, as always, will be in the uh, in the show notes. So you don't need to uh, yeah. memorize that long ass uh, URL. <laughs> well, uh, just like Faith and Buffy are ought, are ought to do or want to do. Go slay. And be gay. The End by Harrison Kaufman and Jason Effinger. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.